0: Stress has become such a big part of all our daily lives. From troubling things going on in our world to personal stress staff may be experiencing to the hard work of summer camp, we all need to have tools and resources to cope. Join us as we discuss what we can offer staff to help them deal with all camp and life will throw their way.
1: This is Camp Code, another innovative podcast brought to you by GoCamp Pro. Camp Code is dedicated to helping you create and facilitate the most effective leadership training, so we can raise the bar for professionalism and preparedness of our staff. You can find our show notes and our blog for summer camp leaders and directors
2: at gocamp.pro. Imagine camp registration software that actually gives you more time to do what you love. With UltraCamp, you can effortlessly track attendance, manage staff, streamline registration, and more. Explore now at ultracampmanagement.com slash campcode.
0: Welcome to Camp Code, a podcast brought to you by GoCamp Pro. After 10 years of podcasting, there's still a lot to tell you. Because just like people grow and change, so does our industry. Each and every year, there are new challenges, new ways of handling situations, new advice from those on the ground, and new ideas to share. Our commitment to intentional leadership training has only grown stronger. So welcome to Camp Code, everyone. And before we dive into this all important topic, we're just going to take a quick moment to introduce ourselves. And we will start with our special guest, Kate.
2: Hello, my name is Kate. Um, I use she her pronouns. And I am a camp consultant with Stéphane Richard Camp Consulting. Thanks, Kate. And Gab, how about you?
1: Well, my name is Gabrielle Rail and I'm one of the camp directors at Camp Waro. Camp Waro is an all-girls camp in the Laurentian Mountains, and we serve uh, gender minorities. And my pronouns are she, her.
0: Thanks, Gab. And I'm Beth Allison. I'm co-owner of Camp Hacker and Go Camp Pro. My pronouns are she, her. And I'm also a camp consultant and a trainer who is super passionate about intentional leadership training. So we welcome you to another all-Canadian edition of Camp Code, and we are thrilled to have Kate Taylor join us for another episode. Thanks so much, Kate. So today we would like to spend some time thinking about all the stress our staff deal with and what we can put into place to help them learn to cope. So we just want to start first with some very specific examples of the stress our staff may experience during a day at camp. So we're going to start with Kate, and we're just going to go around in a circle until we run out of ideas. And that won't be the whole podcast. I promise, even though it could be. Um, So Kate, what kinds of issues have you found staff are struggling with these days?
2: Um, Family drama. They Mm -hmm. always have something going on at home. Mm -hmm.
0: Yep.
1: Um, Not fitting in the fear of not fitting in um, with the people that you're working with right now.
0: Academic stress. Navigating yep. school and all that entails as well as how they're going to pay for all their fees, tuition, food, rent, class,
2: resources, all that stuff. Um, a relationship drama, um, especially <laughs> yeah. if they have not brought their partner to camp and they are having to deal with um, the the separate schedules.
1: Oh, yes. Um, I would just say um, the world. <laughs> uh, just any <laughs> news that is hitting your news feed is just a... A constant grade of stress.
0: And I'm going to add to Kate's and say any personal relationship. So not just that significant other that may Mm -hmm. not be at camp, but all the friends at camp, Uh, especially in that age group, significant others and friends are like sort of the single most important thing to them. So if they're not going well for whatever reason,
2: stress. Mm -hmm. Um, I would say also health issues. Like they might have some kind of an underlying health issue that they've been dealing with on an an ongoing basis, basis, or they might develop a new health issue at camp. Mm
1: -hmm. Mm-hmm. I would say finances, um, you know, if they're changing schools or, but basically just their, their, you know, is what they're making that summer going to be enough to support them uh, in the fall?
0: Chances are probably not.
1: Probably not for some, Yeah.
0: (laughs) I also think that they missed uh, a number of key years of social opportunities with COVID and lockdowns and the world becoming even more online. So spending all day, five days a week or living together at a camp in community for months on end can feel sometimes extremely suffocating. There's very little alone time or downtime
2: and they're not as used to it um, as they used to be. Um, They may also be adjusting to a new sleep space or a new sleep schedule, Um, you know, whether they're at an overnight camp or not, um, like day camp is a very different schedule than what they might have been used to with school. Um, Certainly overnight camp is going to be a different rhythm than what they've been used to. And that can be that can be stressful.
1: I would say um, the should brain, I should be doing this, I should do that, mm. sort of this perfectionism. Mm-hmm. I, I just want to be perfect at everything Them am doing, everything from my relationships to being camp counselor to my relationships with my supervisor, et cetera, et cetera.
0: You stole mine, Gab. Um, <laughs> dealing with camper issues, mm-hmm. maybe there's bullying, fights, low self-esteem, missing home, all the stress that campers are dealing with these days.
2: Um, I would add to that and just say like it, any kind of challenging camper behavior, if they are having any kind of challenging behaviors in their, in their group, um, they're probably stressing about it.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I would say um, just hoping that no one is angry or upset with them, uh, especially with um, it's possible that they took this job and their family is not uh, happy about it. It's just not what they wanted them to do uh, for the summer. So uh, making everybody happy, the pressure of that.
0: Absolutely. Gab, you touched on this a little bit. I'm going to go a little bit further, but Mm -hmm. they may not feel seen, heard, valued, Mm -hmm. safe, understood, that they matter, respected, connected, all those basic human needs in the current situation um, before they get to camp. So when they arrive at camp, they're going to be looking to fit in. And especially if they're new to
2: camp, this could be very, very stressful.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Uh Anybody got any
2: more? I would say sort of the like, along the lines of, like, not necessarily knowing what to fit in, how to fit in, that kind of thing. It's, like, maybe not having the right equipment, like, right, mm-hmm. or having the right mm-hmm. stuff. Like, being stressed about, you know, do I have enough clothing to last me yeah. until the next time I can do laundry? Or do I have the right, you know, rain gear for what I'm experiencing? Any kind of, like, lack of supplies can be challenging. Any more? I think, I don't know
0: if we've said this one already, but um, food can be a real stressor for folks mm-hmm. at camp, mm-hmm. um, particularly if they have certain um, food needs. Uh, are they being met? Are they getting enough? Um, do they know all the options and how to um, access them? Uh, all those kinds of things. Or the fact that meals are at certain times and maybe they're not used to that, you know, eating so regularly and all of that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Okay. Anything else? Okay, because that's a lot. (laughs) And I think we do
1: actually have more. Like I know we can keep going. I'm Uh, certain we could go for um, hours. I'm keeping, I'm like, let's get into the, what can we do about it?
2: (laughs) Solutions mode. Let's go.
0: Okay. So before solutions mode, we're just going to stop for a break to hear from our sponsor. And when we come back, we're going to share all of our ideas on how to help our staff to deal with, manage or maybe even conquer some of their stress. For our Camp Code listeners, here's an exclusive offer to enhance staff retention year-round. Get Ultracamp's staff communication calendar with free customizable email templates at ultracampmanagement.com slash campcode. And remember what drew you to the camp experience? Ultracamp knows it wasn't the paperwork. That's why they have crafted an all-in-one platform to streamline your program management. So, say goodbye to the hassle of learning and managing multiple platforms to run your camp. With UltraCamp, you can easily register and manage campers, generate and direct communication, organize schedules and activities, process payments and donations. UltraCamp's goal is to help their clients spend less time in the office and more time doing what they love. Want to know if UltraCamp is the right fit for you? They offer free, customized demo sessions so you can see their software in action. Just sign up at ultracampmanagement.com slash campcode. Okay, time to dive into solution mode. So, Kate, we've talked a lot about examples that stress our staff out. How do we help?
1: (laughs) I mean... Give us the answers, Kate.
2: (laughs) (sighs) Just stop having camp. No, we're done. (laughs) No, I think I mean the the first thing that you have to do is if you don't know that those stressors exist, then there's nothing that you're going to be able to do to help. So the my first tip is check-ins. Um, build it into your staff culture that you, all of your supervisors are doing consistent, regular check-ins with every single one of their staff, and starting off with as broad questions as possible, of like how are things going, what's going on in your cabin group, what's going on in your not camp life how how are you really <laughs>
0: <laughs> absolutely so those constant and consistent and I think the fault that I find there for many of us is that we start out strong and by the time the summer gets into like it's third week fourth week we're not doing them as cons- consistently as possible mm-hmm. so making sure that you're putting those into your schedule and it's just mm-hmm. a part of what you do yep. because it's important yeah you have we have to give it priority gab what about you
1: um, I would say with those uh, check-ins, start that before before camp starts. So there's two things. There's a couple of things that we do, but I'll, I'd like to highlight two. One, welcome chats, which is conversation between a new staff member and a returning staff member. It's basically a place for that, that new staff member to ask any questions that they want to ask, but also get to meet somebody. Um, we prep our returning staff members for these conversations so it's a way of us checking in with our returning staff and then our uh returning staff members are doing essentially a check-in with our new staff members. The other one that I I find to be really really helpful and it was pro- one of the stressors we talked about is um a a pack and chat. So host a couple of Zoom hacking uh times um and I I pop into those. I don't hang out because I want them to not feel like the boss is there um <laughs> so I just come in I'm like oh how's it going and then I just ask like what's your favorite thing that you're going to be bringing to camp et cetera, et cetera?" and then I step out but but they really just get chit-chatting about what they're bringing to camp and why and is like this amount of underwear too many and and then somebody says you can never have too many bring more um but the pack and chats are really helpful so 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 doing setting setting up community before people come to camp um is a wonderful way to lessen anxiety. It's also a wonderful way to create um, retention with your staff members and not lose some of those staff members that you might in the first couple of days of camp or even just don't show up.
0: I love that. I love that. Um, I came across this resource from um a website called Wisdom to Lead. Co. And they had um, these five methods for cultivating conscious leadership. And I think when I, I was reading them, I was like, well, these practices could also help with managing stress. So um, the first one is mindfulness meditation. And can we add into our training and our summertime to practice mindfulness meditation? Can we stop every so often during training and ask staff to share how are they feeling in this present moment? And what advantages are there to stopping and being fully present and using this kind of language and having these conversations, I think can be a huge benefit. And of course, it can teach them skills that they're going to use with their campers. The number two was self-reflection and journaling. And we've been journaling at my camp for almost 30 years. And just last week, our alumni committee asked on the alumni Facebook page, what skills folks learned at camp that they still use today? And the very first response was gratitude journaling and reflection, which totally thrilled me to see. I was really happy about that. Um, The third one is empathy building exercises. So we've talked about this a few times. So if you search through the Camp Co podcast, I've given... um, more than one or two or five empathy exercises that can be done with staff. So take time during training to try to understand what it's like to live in somebody else's shoes. And I think you can take a few moments here and there throughout training to, you know, do some think, pair, share, group, share stuff, what certain campers may be feeling in certain situations or what staff members may be feeling at given times because empathy is an incredibly powerful tool. And I think we can use that better. Uh, Values clarification, I really like this one. So I think that this is something you can do with staff before they're hired or before they arrive at camp. Ask them to share their personal values and how they align with camp's mission and camp's values. How are they different? Is it okay that they may be different? I think it's also a great exercise to do with partners during training to kind of help people understand one another and build some trust. And the final thing they recommend is lots and lots of feedback. And I think we all know that feedback with staff is paramount to a successful camp experience, but being extremely intentional, setting specific times for evals, not just check-ins, but evals also, and letting them know when they are and explaining to them during training how they'll all look and feel and what the expectations are, and even setting up a mentoring program with younger staff and more senior staff or alumni. So cultivating these kinds of practices I think what, no matter what you can pick and choose from will definitely help when you're at
1: camp. And I think with the, we've all mentioned check-ins, like in our own way, I I would say that start those check-ins within your interview process, Mm -hmm. um, um, and provide the feedback. Um, we put it right in at the very end of our, of our interviews. And we just, we say, you know, really appreciated that, you know, you try to make eye contact, even if it's over zoom, notice that your background is, 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 is tidy. And that's really appreciate that you had some really in-depth converse, uh questions that really shows that you care this type of doing that gets them warmed up for that. We will be providing you with feedback during the summer. It's nothing to be afraid of, but we, it's just as important to give also constructive criticism, etc., etc. et cetera. So um, we also don't shy away from that too. We'll say, you know, uh, we saw that you struggled a little bit with the questions and, um, you know, and we try to problem solve with them, and and that in that area. But I think the feedback piece and the check ins is really important. So you can you can start right away, even if it's in your interview process.
0: Absolutely. And at the end of that interview process, why not ask them if they have feedback for you? Exactly. How did you do? What questions would they like to have been asked? You know, those kinds of things. Mm-hmm. I think is really helpful. And I sometimes think that doing those personal check ins, like if you're asking them to sort of check in with themselves, giving them a template through the summer or even before the summer, Um, you know, sort of like at the start of the week, you could do those circle check-ins. Like my first priority this week is, they fill that in, I want to do less of this. I want to do more of this. This week, I want to feel this. And to feel this way, I will do this. And if I get stuck, I'll remember, you know, those kinds of things. Or um, to do with yourself, like how am I feeling? What's not working? What's working? What do I need to do? What am I proud of? What can I let go of? Those kind of visual um, circular questionnaires can be really helpful to give them a place to to get started and to do some check ins with themselves as well, not just with another person.
1: Yeah, it's it's as if Camp Code needs to create a book. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's as if
1: <laughs> it's as if it would be helpful if we had. But the, you can find this like online, and 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 easy questions to ask are also. Um, you know, what am I looking forward to today? What are some, what's something that I want to avoid today? And those are just two questions that can help somebody just start talking about or reflecting on, um, you know, how they're doing. So what I want to avoid, what I, what I'm looking forward to.
2: Great. Thank you. All right, Kate, you got another one for us? Sure do. Um, so sort of to go along with the whole check-in shenanigans, um, and uh, setting yourself up for success, like before the summer, um, one of my um, previous assistant directors um, came up with this idea when he first came onto leadership team <clears throat> and it was to create a staff cheat sheet. So every single one of the people that he was supervising, he had them fill out a Google form um, with, you know, how do you like to be checked in with? How do you like to receive praise or negative feedback? Um what do you look like on a bad day so that I'm going to know as your supervisor that you're having a bad day? And then just so you know, what are your favorite snacks or the the things that you like to be appreciated with so that then, you know, later on in the summer when that staff member is having a bad day, you can whip out out. I got your fuzzy peaches. It's gonna make your day. Um, just it really brings together that like I care. I see you as a person, I notice you, and this is what I'm doing to to speak to that.
0: I love that. That's great. Gab, how about you? I
1: was just writing all these great ideas down. Oh, I have to speak too? No problem. I got stuff. Um, <laughs> so when we're talking about stress, you know, we go back to the basics. Maslow's hierarchy of, of needs. This is This is what we're going back to. And so I like to think about we we did talk about pre stuff like before people come, but when they arrive on camp, how how do how are we anticipating their base needs? Um, where they're sleeping, um, how we're welcoming them, food, uh, drink, egg, everything, everything that is, is that is a base need, and and how are we equipping them to um, get more cozy, if you will? So we want to we want to make sure that everything is set up for them. Um, if you're a day camp, you know, do I have a locker to put my stuff in, uh, you know, these type of things, but then what if, so what if I am cold at night, is there a place that I can get extra blankets? What if I do have bug bites, um, and the health center is closed because they're sleeping, but I'm really, really itchy. Is there a place for me to, uh, access like calamine lotion or et cetera, et cetera. So looking at the base needs and how do we one set everything up? The, as and anticipate those needs, but then two, if they need like that little extra something, what what systems have we put in place? And then lastly, our people that come in before, especially our new staff members that are coming in, how have we talked to them about being welcoming? So, for example, within our camp on the first night, nobody walks to their cabin by themselves. Even if they're like, yep, I know exactly where it is. And it's like, oh, it's no problem. I'll just walk with you. Um, our returning staff know that that is their role. So that's just an example. So it's 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 anticipating the needs, giving them agency as well, for their, those base needs, and then making sure your community is there to support the ones that are first coming onto camp so so that they're feeling safe and secure. And then lastly, it's really making sure that they can communicate with the people that are off of camp, giving them the time to do that and making sure that they're able to check in with them and, and that there's a specific time and that if the internet is wonky, you're assuring them, you know, here's another way of, of, of supporting you for that.
2: I love that. I was actually recently talking to, I think, my sister about how anticipation of needs is one of my love languages, and maybe oh, I got yeah. it because I worked at Wario for so long.
1: <laughs> Paint, it's also my love
2: language. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a good one. Both like I, I appreciate when someone appreciate when someone anticipates my, my needs, but I yeah. also I really enjoy anticipating someone else's needs and feeling that kind of glow of like, um, I saw you and I made you feel better
1: delight and surprise. Mm -hmm. I think it's, I think it's something to, I like that you're saying it's your love language because I know that as camp professionals, we have so much going on and we want to put a lot of energy into our families and into the campers that are coming. And sometimes going a little bit, the extra mile feels, can feel, it can feel very difficult Um, and sometimes it, it's, it's almost like something that we have to do instead of we get to do.
0: Yep. And enough hours in the day,
1: there's just not enough hours in the day. And this is where you do bring in alumni. This is where you do bring in people that are the ones that are like, Hey, how can I help? How can I help? How can I help? Those are the people that are actually probably very good at anticipating needs or creating a little signage. Like this is where you get, you feeling itchy because of those nasty bug bites. Here it is. Here's your little kit station. Um, I think, you know, that if, If we look at it as like this is something that we get to do, and we do bring in people that can help help support that, or just even bringing in some returning staff a half a day earlier than everybody else to set it up is it's going to make the world of difference. And then of course it is role modeling for what we want to do with our campers. But nothing is going to help somebody feel good unless their base needs are taken care of, and that's equally so for day camps as it is for sleepaway camps.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. We have all been working really hard to help staff with their mental health for quite a few years now. It's nothing new, but each year, I think we should all have some really serious conversations with our leadership teams and review our plans to be sure that we are doing all we can to have healthy staff physically, emotionally, mentally. What do you do each day to acknowledge the importance of good health in all aspects? Do you talk about the nutritious meals? Do you have downtime every day for folks to decompress? Have you done a session at leadership training talking about all the habits that make stress worse, like eating lots of sugar or too much caffeine or skipping meals or alcohol in time off or lack of sleep and so on? Do they know all the various levels of support available to them? Do they know that they can go to their leadership team or their head counselor or the camp social worker or the nurse or the doctor? You know, all of those people. Are there, are the words mental health a normal part of camp lingo? And I think making it a normal part of camp lingo means that we talk about the signs of stress and anxiety to recognize them in themselves, but also. Uh, of course, for the campers too. So things like insomnia and rapid heartbeats and headaches and constant worrying or overthinking or stomach issues or lack of patience and so on. So working with alumni or volunteers who maybe have become professional healthcare workers or social workers can help you come up with a strategic plan to help all of your people succeed in your care. And taking the time to truly focus on mental health and coming up with a solid But fluid plan that incorporates activities and phrases and silence and every day throughout the summer that shows your staff you take this really seriously is going to give you a solid foundation for the summer. But as we've said before on Camp Code, please understand we can't fix everybody We won't fix everyone and not all staff will be able to fully dive into all of the activities and exercises and conversations that you create for them to help their mental health. So there is that important piece that needs to be said to some staff who may be really struggling, Um, you know, like telling them, you know, you're not lazy, you're not unmotivated or stuck. We've been living for years in survival mode and and you might just be exhausted and there's a difference. And then the next conversation is not so we're just not we're just going to leave it at that. But it's rather, so what can we do to help you get out of survival mode? Is that a possibility here at camp? Let's chat and make a plan or get you some help and some resources. And finally, I just found a couple of really cute metaphors um, a few weeks back, and I think it could not only work well with staff, but we could also teach it um, to our staff to use with campers. Um, So if you talk to them about the fact that when a flashlight grows dim or quits working, we don't just throw it away. We change the batteries. So when a person messes up or finds themselves in a dark place, do we cast them aside? Of course not. We help them change their batteries. And some need a double A. So attention and affection. Some need triple A, attention, affection, and acceptance. Some need a C battery, compassion. Some need D, direction. I mean, you could play with this with your staff. Um, And if they still don't seem to shine, then we simply sit with them quietly and we share our own light. The other thing I think we can do with that is maybe create posters around camp that say, check your battery with a visual of a battery, you know, going from the positive to the negative ends with grades, if you will, down the sides. Um, So things like at the top, it's like, I'm feeling great. So keep meeting those needs and practicing self-care, come down a few levels. Maybe I'm feeling good. How can I maintain these levels that I'm currently at? Down a little further, I'm feeling okay. How can I make my day a tiny bit better? Uh, maybe you have one that's called meh, because so, I can hear Kate Taylor saying meh. So how can you love on yourself today, be extra kind to yourself? Maybe as you're getting down the battery, you're struggling. So we're practicing some triage. What area of your life is suffering the most right now? We can focus on that one area today. And of course, the bottom one is I'm empty. So pinpointing what's draining and um, I'm trying to create a boundary and then doing one thing that fills you up a little bit. So I really do think that um, if you come up with a list together with your staff of what you can do um, in terms of the battery things that that's really helpful because again, they've had some ownership over that. And an easy framework is to uh, talk about the five senses. So what can they do at camp in a camp day to help when they're really super stressed using the five senses. So what can they taste? Maybe they have a little stash of dark chocolate or a cup of herbal tea. Um, You know, what can they hear at camp? Maybe music or the sound of water or, you know, things like that, or children laughing. Um, But under the five senses in this way, these are their ideas. um, And you can put those up around camp too, to kind of give people some some ideas without having to come for help necessarily until they need to. So I think, again, it's all about helping staff to see that it's a priority at camp that we are helping with stress. We are helping with anxiety and that mental health is not a term that we don't use at camp. It's an important piece. And it's just a normal part of a healthy person. Absolutely. Does anybody have anything else they
2: would like to share? I have a couple things just to yeah. sort of mm-hmm. please build do. off of what you're talking because you were you are I was percolating as you were talking. <laughs> um, <laughs> I love the percolating. So one of the aspects is I like like you were saying, like sort of building that into your, your culture and making it sort of recognized and known. Like this is a camp that cares about your yeah. well-being as a whole person. Um, I did a session specifically on self-care at camp and you know part of our interview questions for staff is what do you do for self-care and how is that going to have to shift at camp mm-hmm. because you're mm-hmm. maybe not going to have access to the same kind of things for self-care so what or time what your time you know <laughs> mm-hmm. yep. um, and i had a new staff member come up to me in tears at the end of my self-care session not because she was upset but because she was so relieved to be in a space that felt so Mm -hmm. encouraging and, and compassionate about you need self-care. Like you as an individual, as a staff member are an important part of this whole. And if you're not taking care of yourself, you are not going to be able to take care of others. Um, So she, she was just very grateful for the opportunity to be working in a space that, that prioritized that thing. Um, And the other thing that I wanted to add when you were talking about like, you know, For your leadership team, what are they doing to help their staff members? There is a certain point that we need to remind our leadership team as well that there may be a point at which we can no longer help. Yes. And um, they shouldn't be burning themselves out, giving all of their resources to an individual who they should not be at camp for their health, like whether that's physical health or mental health. They like camp may genuinely not be the space that they should be in to be able to get the help that they need. Um, And it's uh, having those conversations of you need to draw a line at at a certain point um, where like this is no longer the healthiest thing for them to be doing.
0: Exactly. And when you hire them, sometimes people hire November, December, January, they might be in a great space. But by the time May, June rolls around, things could have happened in their lives where they're not. Um, so Definitely. yes, I think those yeah. conversations are really important. And I love it. Are you ready? Do you have anything else, Gab? Or are you no. ready for a recap?
1: I have a, cu- I have a couple Gaps, more. I think go. for me, for me, um, you know, when it comes to self-care, a lot of it, a lot of it ha- can, a lot of it has to do with, you know, lack of power, not knowing, you know, what to do. Let's just say you're just really, really, really tired, um, and you're in your mind you're just like well everybody's tired so there's nothing that can be done about it and that's sort of the pebble in the in the shoe that is never dumped out and it just can you know tar- start to really wear and be annoying and even create a sore so the for me what's extremely important is building that trust and connection in that first 72 hours of camp um i like to call it the 72 hour hook um where each leadership team member has made a meaningful connection with a staff member that they know that that staff member, if there was an issue, they would go to them. Like that's the main goal. If there's one or two or three or 17 staff members where we haven't hooked by that 72 hour point, what are we doing? Is it maybe one of those staff members that camp isn't the right place for them or is it they're very guarded and we need to approach them about that? Um, Or is there, or have we packed up our schedule too much and went way too much more academic and not enough on the community and i really have noticed that over the years the more we put energy into community building especially with our supervisors team especially making sure that we're prioritizing that fun time with the staff has really helped with lessening stress but has also helped with those conversations of perspective checks you know um i had one of my favorite um <laughs> one of my one of my favorite conversations i had with a staff member who Came to my cabin, you know, 10 o'clock at night crying, saying she wanted to go home. And we chatted and I asked, How come? And she said, Well, she hadn't made any friends. Um, well, she had arrived the day before at 4 p.m. Um, so she <laughs> so she was there for around. So I asked her, I said, How many hours have you been here? And then she, you know, it was like something like 30, something hours. And I was like, How many hours have some of these other staff members been here? And then she was like, I don't know how to calculate hours like. 10 years and hours. I was like, exactly. So some of them have known them. Um, but we were able to go through like, did anybody exclude you? Did I, no, 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 no. So you're just feeling like you want a best friend. And she was like, yes. And I was like, okay, well, I was like, babe, that takes time. <laughs> and she was like, that's true. But if, if I hadn't connected with her earlier on, I wouldn't have been able to, to help her with that perspective check. Um, and I think also with going with Kate was talk, talking about setting those boundaries, um, our rule of thumb at Waro is if a staff member comes to you and is really stressed out, you know, for example, this summer we had, uh, uh, best, two besties got into a fight and one of them basically wanted the whole day off, uh, to, because she was emotionally drained. Um, and so our rule of thumb is no matter how big or small, it's like, I like, I'm listening. I want to hear you. Oh, your, your solution is for you to have the rest of the day off. I, I hear that. I do need to chat, you know, like I need to reflect a little bit. We don't say we need to go chat with somebody else. I just need to reflect a little bit on what you're saying. Is it okay if I process, can you give me 10, 15 minutes? And then they come and chat with me or another leadership team. So no matter, whenever we're making exceptions, we always tell them like, I need a little bit of time to reflect because most of our leadership team members do want to say yes um, and say no problem. Um, but sometimes it also gives the other person a little bit of a space to also calm down and then they can come back and say, I hear you want a whole day off. This doesn't seem like you know, possible. And these are my reasons why. And I do see you're having a heart type, blah, blah, blah. That's a whole other session. But but basically making sure that the leadership team do have those tools. So for me, with when it comes to stress, focusing on community connections, that first 72 hours, um, the 72 hook is really important. And then lastly, I would say follow-up. So anytime. Mm. If somebody mm-hmm. did want even as little as like they were chilly and we got them an extra blanket, checking in and saying, hey, are you warm enough the next night? And say and, you know, just checking in that way. So follow up is really, really important when building trust. And that, that also helps with stress management, I would say.
2: Mm-hmm. I like what you're saying about the um, like, I need time to reflect. I think mm-hmm. that um, one of the the biggest things that I always found with overnight camp in particular is you just sometimes need to take a time to slow down and realize that yeah. like you know things do go super super fast at camp and and things can change on a dime and just like making time to stop sit with your feelings a little bit process a little bit it can it can change your your outlook toward it quite quickly
0: mm-hmm. yeah And I think that's a great life skill that you're teaching Mm -hmm. to the staff member as well. Mm -hmm. Is that when you're faced with a a situation, you can always ask for a bit of time to sit with it, yeah, figure out how you feel about it.
1: Yeah. It's a good life skill. Mm -hmm.
0: All right, Gab, you ready? Yes, I am. Um, After the last podcast, you got a lot to live up to, but I have so
1: so many people listen to it. Here we go. (laughs) Guess what, everybody? We're talking about stress, but not here, not at camp. No stress. We're just at Camp Happy Fun. And at Camp Happy Fun, we look at things in three separate categories, pre-arriving to camp, during camp. And what do we do following up these stressful situations? Well, first and foremost, guess what? Cheat sheets have always been my favorite, and they also happen to be Kate's. Get a little cheat sheet going on in your staff to find out a little bit more about them and how you can best support them. Why don't you include some welcome chats, bringing in returning staff, chatting with uh, those new staff members. Pack and chats are also hitting those Maslow's hierarchy of needs, um, doing some feedbacks during interviews, and uh, what do you... Oh, I wrote something that I don't at all understand, therefore we're <laughs> going to skip forward. Who cares about that? Nobody. At camp, anticipate needs. What do they need to just feel good and cozy and sparkly inside? That's what we're trying to aim for. We want to anticipate their needs and also empower them so that they can take care of themselves when needed. And I was just thinking, you know, when we talk about, Beth was talking about mindfulness, think of a beautiful little bird's nest, like a mindful nest. And in that mindful nest, we have what? meditation, we have journaling, we have empathy building, we could create a little nook of mindfulnesses and uh, go there and grab some tools and get inspired. Because you know what, at camp, mental wellness is not something that we shy away from. We're actually trying to build those muscles and saying, hey, it is something that we need to be That we need to practice and it's something that we can all do together um and when we do something together we talk about it and when we talk about it we can also talk to our pros that are surrounding us we don't have to be the experts in everything. Check in with your social workers, um, individuals that work on this kind of stuff that can help give you ideas on how to create a more resilient staff members. And then in the end, we could do some, I love visuals and posters around camp on checking your battery. And with those little checking your batteries, reminding your leadership team members to follow up and celebrate all of the work that the staff members are doing, because part of stressful things is actually at the end is celebrating the hard things that we did together. Mm-hmm. That's what camp is. Anyways, we do really hard things and we need to celebrate those things to help bring perspective. And that is our recap of today.
0: Well, I think you did pretty well. I think uh-huh. you came pretty darn close it's to the right. last one. So it's okay. exceptional, <laughs> exceptional job as always. All right. And if you want to get involved in our podcast, you can tell us your thoughts on this episode or any episode using the hashtag camp code in social media, and you can tell us topics you would like us to discuss, any guests you recommend we have, any great leadership training tips that you have to share that have worked really well in your camp, we would love to hear from you. And if you found our podcast to be useful, we would love it if you could leave us a rating and a review in your podcasting app. And here is how you can get in touch with each one of us individually, if you so desire. Kate, where can they find you?
2: You can email me at kate at stephane-richard.ca, And for the non-French speakers in the room, <laughs> that is spelled S-T-E-P-H-A-N-E, Richard, like Richard, R-I-C-H-A-R-D dot C-A. And you can also find me on the artist formerly known as Twitter at this Kate Taylor. Thanks, Kate.
0: Gab, how about you?
1: Well, you can get get in touch with me at info at waro.com and you can check out where I work at waro.com, O-U-A-R-E-A-U.com.
0: Thank you. You can email me, Beth, at gocamp.pro or find me on Instagram at topaz underscore fay F-A-E. And for our next podcast, we are combing through suggestions from folks. And as always, we will pick something topical and relevant. So it'll be a surprise. And our final segment on each podcast is, of course, a best practice for leadership training. And again, if you've got any that you want to shoot our way, we would love to hear from you. This week's best practice is from me. And I want to front load this by saying I am not in any way diminishing people's triggers. There are certain ones that are incredibly important and we need to be aware of them, um, and people have gone through all kinds of stress and, and PTSD and so on. But I, 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 so I'm not minimizing them when I give you this suggestion. But when we're super stressed, we often are on the lookout for our triggers, big and small, so those words, occurrences, signs that can cause us to be more anxious or more negative or more fearful and so on. So here's my advice. Why not teach your staff and your campers, of course, to start paying attention to your glimmers? So these would be the opposite of triggers. Those are those little moments of peace or joy that allow our nervous system to feel safe and connected. And when you start looking for them, you'll start to find them everywhere. So maybe at the end of each training day, you could ask your staff to share the glimmers they saw that day and how they made them feel. Dig into how being on the watch for glimmers can help balance out a stressful camp life and calm our nervous systems a little bit. And you can teach your staff to ask campers to share theirs at bedtime or at the end of the camp day. So be on the lookout for your glimmers. Camp Code is part of the Go Camp Pro podcast network. And you can check out all our other podcasts at gocamp.pro slash podcasts. And this year we've added a new one called The Pudding with Travis Allison and Dr. Mandy Baker. And they share scientific proof to improve our staff recruitment and retention. And you can find that podcast in the Camp Hacker podcast feed. From all of us here at Camp Code. Thanks for the listening friends and thanks Kate Taylor.
1: Please remember, no other industry shares their best practices the way summer camps do. If you use an idea you heard on a GoCamp Pro podcast, please be professional and remember to give credit where credit is due. The Camp Code is brought to you by GoCamp Pro. Thanks for listening friends.
0: Camp Hacker. Bringing your world into focus.